0: Hello, everybody. How are you today? Hope you're doing well and having a wonderful week. And been a little bit, I think two weeks since I've posted a video and had a conference I had to participate in for work. And so that kind of threw everything off. But back and ready to just uh, catch you up on where I've been at in terms of reading for the past uh two weeks. And I have two five-star books to mention and talk about just a little bit but also i am oh well, a third of the way through 112263 by stephen king a book i've been wanting to read for quite a while and finally into that and enjoying it and looking forward to talking about that but I want to talk about uh, two other books oh before i do that if you haven't seen the quiet place part 2 go see it outstanding movie. If you saw the first one, it is just as good as the first one. Performances were amazing. The cinematography was just stunning. Uh, excellent, excellent movie. Uh, I was a little skeptical. I was hoping it would be good, but was skeptical. I mean, how do you follow up uh, what was such a great first movie? And uh, he did it. Um, it. It was outstanding. Uh, so definitely want to encourage you to go check that out. I know it's not a book-related topic, but if there was a book for Quiet Place, I would have read it, definitely. Anyway, um, what have I been reading? First of all, Cujo by Stephen King. And look at this copy. Now, I almost didn't get this because of just, I mean, this cover was almost falling off. I had to put some uh, contact paper to hold it all together, but it was like 70 cents at a thrift store. Uh Couldn't pass it up. So... I wasn't sure what to expect, because I do remember when I was younger, uh seeing the movie of this. uh Was it 82, 83? And all I remember was a mother and son are trapped in a car while a rabid St. Bernard is trying to attack them. And obviously, that's kind of the, the climax of the story, but that doesn't happen until halfway through the book. And granted, it's not <clears throat> a very long book, excuse me, but this is so much more than just a rabid dog trying to get to two people trapped in a car. Uh, This is really the story about two families in crisis. And again, as Stephen King does so beautifully. And I think it's also part of why I love the Quiet Place movies in that they are really character stories with monster threat as the background of the character story. And that's very much true here with Cujo. Uh, We have two families, uh, one is a husband and wife, Vic and Donna, and their son, Tad. Uh, Donna and Tad are the two that end up trapped in the car as, uh, this rabid St. Bernard is trying to attack them. And let me just say real quick here about that St. Bernard Cujo. He's such a good dog. Uh, it just breaks your heart when he comes down with the rabies. And Stephen King takes you into the mind of this dog and what the dog is thinking as these as the the rabies begins to overtake his mind, and ah uh, just breaks your heart to see what 's happening to this i I'm a dog person, and so that was really hard uh to see cujo and his descent into madness but anyway, so we've got Vic Donna, and Tad. We also have the camber family who uh it's joe camber uh it's been two weeks I think it's Joe Camber who owns the repair shop out of his garage where Donna and Tad get stranded. Uh I, I won't say why they're stranded or why no one's available to help. Um, that family is also in crisis. Vic and Donna, their marriage is in crisis. And really, this story revolves around these two families. And it just so happens that a rabid dog is introduced into the scene. And I think one thing that this really does is brings out the fact that sometimes it takes a crisis to see what's truly important and valuable in life. But again, I always want to stay spoiler-free on here unless I give you advance notice. But I will say, if there is a drawback to this story, and it may just be an intentional character uh, quality of Donna's, or maybe Stephen King, I don't know, Apparently, he has no memory of writing this uh, because of uh, some of his addictions back in the day. I, I, as I was reading this, I put myself in the shoes of a parent with children, and if we were trapped and we had this massive threat outside the car, and we're trapped in this car, it's sweltering hot, There's we're in the middle of nowhere, and what would I do to try to save my child and protect my child? And I feel like there were things that Donna just didn't do or didn't think to do. Uh, there's kind of one thing that she's kind of locked on, and she doesn't really consider other options. Uh, I kept thinking just when the dog's in the barn sleeping, just open the door enough, put your foot out, and see, and put the car in neutral. See if you can just, maybe it doesn't work, but maybe you can kind of push the car while it's in neutral. I don't know. Try it at least. I mean, you're trapped. Your, your life is in danger. Uh, anyway, so yeah, a quick overview and thoughts on Cujo. Great book. Uh, five stars definitely for me. Now, in terms of the Stephen King rankings, because again, there's, there's the rankings of all books, and there's Stephen King rankings in themselves. So far, every book I've read by Stephen King's this year, and I have never read a Stephen King book until this year. Uh, I am on my eighth right now, so... This was my seventh Stephen King book completed. Uh, I think I have this slated about number five out of those seven. Uh, I definitely would not consider this a horror book, uh, more of just a thriller. But again, it's not very long. <clears throat> and so if you are thinking about uh, reading something Stephen King, but you're not really into uh, it or anything that might keep you up at night, um, I would say give this a try. Uh, you'll get a great taste of Stephen King's uh, character development, uh, the relationships of the characters, uh, what they're going through, and he makes you agonize over a dog who's getting rabies. Uh, I mean, how brilliant is that? So Cujo by Stephen King, loved it, loved it, loved it. Uh, Encourage you to check it out. The other book that I just finished last night, which I had no intention of reading because when I first, uh, I feel like I'm always late to the party. Uh, when I first heard about this book and I heard the, the plot of the book, I'll be honest, guys, my, my first thought was, that sounds really boring. But my daughter has to read it for school for the fall, and so I thought, I'll read it with you, and that way we can talk about it and kind of help you, uh, you know, get ready to write a paper on it and that. And that is The Book Thief by Mark Marcus Zuzak. I think that's how you pronounce it. Wow. This was such a great book it's if you're not familiar with it, I might be the only one who wasn't all that familiar with it heading into it um, but if you are the second person out there who doesn't know much about the book thief it it takes place during Nazi Germany, and we the the focus is this poor family living in Germany, this German family who, let's just say they are not supporters of Hitler and the Nazi party. And if I heard another reviewer highlight the fact that there's not really a plot and I would generally kind of agree with that. It's it's very Stephen King-like in that you have you're watching the life of this family. And the backdrop of it is all of the horror and terrible things that go along with living in Nazi Germany at the time. And so we have Liesl, uh at least that's how I pronounced her name. Uh, she's a young girl, she uh gets sent away uh to be adopted by uh two older an older couple living in Germany. And in the process, experiences some heartache. Uh, I won't go into that. But living with this poor family in Nazi Germany, just trying to make it by, uh, trying their best to make ends meet. uh, They are dirt poor. And the reason it's called The Book Thief is the girl falls in love with books. Uh, Her stepfather or adopted father teaches her how to read, and she just becomes fascinated with books and the power of words. And she ends up kind of stealing some books or to just kind of quench that. I kind of uh, never steal a book, but I, I can get where she's coming from. Um So, yeah, th- th- there's just so much going on with you. You really see the several year window of this family and our main character, Liesel and... Again, if I try to give descriptions of the plot, it's going to sound boring, but it really isn't. Um Again, you if you've been watching this channel, you know the kind of books that I enjoy. Uh, they tend to be thrillers, horror. This is not that. But that being said, I do have to say that for me, this is a true horror novel. Uh, not that it's, you know, Stephen King-like, but See, let me go off on this little rant. I, I know that a St. Bernard can get rabies, but the chances of that and me being stranded in a car in the middle of nowhere while a rabid St. Bernard's trying to get at me are probably pretty small. Uh, when I read it, uh, there is not a demonic clown who is trying to torment me. that That's not real. And so for me, that's not really horror. It's just a, a fun story. This to me is horror. The fact that yes, it's a fiction story, but it deals with events that actually happened in human history, uh, and probably the most horrific events of human history, at least in recent memory. And so for me, this was just truly uh, an emotional roller coaster, uh, from beginning to end uh, of just seeing this Good family living in this horrific context of Nazi Germany. And uh, the, it had me from beginning to end. Not typically the kind of book I would read, but just so gripped by the characters. Uh, this is beautifully written. Um, I don't think this is a spoiler, but the narrator of the story is not the girl. Uh, the narrator of the story is death. Uh, death personified and he's telling the story uh, of this girl and uh, just kind of the, the, the Grim Reaper, uh, if you will, telling the story. And so very interesting perspective. Um, one of the complaints I've heard about the book is it kind of clues you in what's going to happen. Uh, it'll tell you that somebody's going to die, and then we'll go on to then later tell you about the death. And uh, for some that could kind of take the edge off of the emotional uh, journey that maybe you would have experienced if you didn't know the death was coming. Um, but for me, that, that just kind of prepared me uh, and then kind of set the tone uh, for the rest of that un- unfolding of how that death took place. But, Oh, just beautifully and powerfully written uh, the book thief by Marcus Zuzak i probably have to give it five stars um i i want to try to reserve five stars for like books i really really like But th- this is kind of like a man called ove uve I, I don't know how you pronounce his name um was initially gonna give it four stars, but i just i can't really find fault with it uh beautifully done uh outstanding would highly recommend it uh it, it's not a pick me up or a happy read um, but it is a very powerful read at the same time. So that's what I've been doing the past, uh, two weeks. And again, uh, currently on 112263 and look forward to talk about that. Uh, but actually next video, I will be doing the mid-year book freakout tag. And so I will catch you back here next time for that. So thanks very much for watching. Uh, be sure to like and subscribe and we'll see you next time. Goodbye. Hi, I'm Jennifer Mooney.